It's a great pleasure to welcome in uh, one of the uh, living legends of mind building and present day, Mr. Tony McCooch. Uh, we are going to talk about Discovery Silver here. Uh, they are uh, a sponsor of the podcast, been following the story for, uh, for a little while now, and, and even more so since Tony has been coming in. So, Tony, it's a real pleasure to sit next to you. Welcome to Colorado. Well, yeah, thanks, and it's nice to actually be be down here in Colorado. With the, you know, this I remember when this thing was started about well, maybe it's about ten or twelve years ago. Yeah. And uh, you know, and it, and it's gone through some ups and downs, and you know, we're all sitting here before we come here thinking, well, we're in a kind of a tough market, and but when you get here, it's very vibrant, a lot of a lot of people here, a lot of good projects, and it seems like the place is overflowing with meeting space, etc. So yeah. You can see there's still a lot of energy and a lot a lot of new interesting things that that can, can happen and drive the industry. So what iteration of Tony McCooch was first here, the first time, was it the Lakeshore or Kirkland? Yeah, it would have been the Lakeshore when we were, you know, went from a, as a junior junior exploration company, wanted to be a developer to build build some mines, build a company. Yeah. And you go you go full circle and you come back and we're a junior exploration company that <laughs> developer's going to build a company and we'll, you know, do it again. Yeah. But, but in between that, even as, as we grew Kirkland Lake to a big company, we always remembered, remembered our roots and we always came back here because this is one of the better conferences I always found. Yeah, I think it is one of the better conferences as well. I completely agree with you. Um, you know, I, I do want to get kind of an update from Cordero because it's, it's obviously really important, but I also want to kind of ha- take the opportunity now that I have you because you are an incredibly difficult man to pin down sometimes. And so now that you're here, I'm going to dive, I'm going to dive in. But I want to ask you about where we're at here in this in this market. I mean, you've seen a number of markets. You've built a number of mines through a number of different situations. Um, we've talked to mine builders right now. We've talked to explorers, and we've talked to producers. So, you know, tell us about, you know, is there a, given the market where it's at, where, what is the best silver lining opportunity if you think of a, the mine life cycle right now? Well, you know, you know, I mean, maybe we date ourselves, but we've always all seen the cycles, right? I remember, you know, whether it was, I remember being excited back in the 90s when the price of gold was $400 an ounce, and we're all excited. Next thing you know, it goes to, 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 to 300 and we were, we were depressed, and somebody said to me, well, what if these are the good times? And sure enough, they were because it went to 245 And mm-hmm. then we go back, and, you know, then, then everybody's they think we're in a down cycle. Then we get in an up cycle. And, and then, you know, and I remember starting working in Sudbury years Years ago, we started FNX, and we were getting ready to build the mines. And you know, nickel was like uh, two, two, excuse me, two eighty-five a pound. And we said, "Geez, if we can get nickel to four dollars a pound, we'd be all excited." And it hit four fifty a pound. We got excited, and it went up to over twenty-eight dollars a pound. And then it yeah. come down. So, you know, and and now we're sitting here with nineteen fifty gold, twenty-four dollars silver. Uh, you know, copper prices, you know, pushing pushing three eighty or pushing up. You know, it it it's it, uh, on the metal side. You know, you, you see you see some things that are that. Could that could be good the market maybe doesn't quite understand us on the on the financial side and i think that part of our you know what we have to do as an industry is is demonstrate that you know people need to invest we they, yeah. the, the world needs our metals the per, world you know we got some great projects out there we gotta we've got to work hard to to you know build up confidence and prove that we can we can build good minds and operate good good responsible uh, uh, businesses that, that that not only not only the deliver products that the world needs, but also get, creates return and prosperity for whether it's people, all stakeholders, right? So, mm-hmm. so uh, you've seen you've seen bad markets before. You know, like what are the challenges right now? I mean, and how does this compare to other cycles of mining's past? Well, I mean, you know, but the one thing is uh, right now, like you're seeing strong metal prices, and maybe I kind of 
kind of, kind of, you know, you sit there. We say you got gold over nineteen hundred dollars an ounce. We got twenty four dollars silver. You know, we got good solid copper price. Everybody's saying copper, uh, copper's going to, you know, copper production needs to double or triple over the next ten years. Uh, we got all kinds of, uh, you know, uh, you know, got higher gold prices and, and need need for silver and silver demand always uh, exceeding silver supply. Yet we don't see the investors coming into the space, and I think yeah. that's that's something that's different today than before. And, you know, possibly a you know a big part of that might be the fact that you know interest rates are high, and you know from a risk perspective, uh, an investor can you know you can take your money, stick it in the bank right now, collect five, six, seven percent interest if you set it up as a dividend, maybe it's a pretty good risk-free return, and that's because the maybe the value proposition that that we offer people are thinking, oh, there's too much risk investing in mining, and we've got to get people out. So that, that's one thing I see different is, is you, you've got high metal prices, relatively high metal price, got a lot of good projects, or something like, like what we have with Discovery with the Cordero project. I think one of the, they're definitely one of the, the largest silver, undeveloped silver deposits in the world. That's a developable silver, silver deposit in, in, a, in a really good jurisdiction with, with a very simple scope, simple, simple execution plan to build. And and you know, try, trying to get the market to be aware of that and, and get financing. Yeah. Uh, those are the challenges, right? So yeah. We need money coming into the space, right? You do. I mean, let's talk about the power of mining. I mean, you've seen this over and over and over, but specifically with Cordero, um, I love I love this uh, in your latest press release when you announced the submission of the environmental impact assessment. I remember reading it that morning, and I and we reported it in the morning briefing because I think it was just really powerful. These numbers. Um, that Cordero is expected to reach a local workforce of a thousand people. I mean, big number for that area of the world. Uh, direct tax revenues of $1.2 billion US and over $4 billion of expected goods and services purchased locally within Mexico for that 18 year mine life. And that's just on a PFS. And I know that can obviously be extended, but that is incredible economic opportunities that mining can bring. Not very many industries can say that. Yeah, that's <coughs> that's why I, I like to always say that, you know, we, we, we you know, at, at some point in time, governments and, and people need to see it. We're the good, we're the good guys. We come in and we bring, we yeah. bring value and prosperity from, from, the, from the ground up. And it's from the prosperity and, and from the work that, 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 and the metals produced, but both for the labor executing to produce the metals that we produce at Cordero, that's going to help in terms of all the other industries uh, that, that, that grow from it, whether it's technology and, and, and retail, et cetera. They all kind of build because you're, you're creating wealth. And, you know, we talk about the $1.2 billion in direct taxes, but if you look at the indirect taxes we're going to pay, whether, whether it's VAT taxes for, for, for consumables, whether it's employment, employ, employ, employment tax and labor taxes, I mean, it's going to generate almost $2 billion into the local economy. And the majority of this is going to be in the local economy. So you mm -hmm. see, a lot of prosperity that that'll, that'll come come in from from Cordero, and then the other part is, you know, we've done a lot of work in the past. That for, you know, depending on where you are, but you know, back, back up in Sudbury when we started, we realized that for every mining job we create, you create another five five other jobs. So oh, wow. you know, so yeah, so maybe this is fifteen hundred jobs, but it's actually seventy five hundred jobs into into a region. That, yeah. that'll be that you know, that, and to me that that that's true wealth creation and true prosperity, and that's what people need, right? Yeah, absolutely. Let's talk about working. In Mexico, I mean, there is a lot of speculation going on right now, and people have a lot of questions. And uh, I, I think uh, you probably have a very similar answer to your colleague Doug Ramshaw, who's in very similar permitting uh, financing uh, 
kind of situation with their Cerro del Oro project. Obviously, they're, they're mining in Santana. And, you know, I talked to Doug this morning, and he said, you know, there are a lot of questions regarding mining and exploration in Mexico. But for us, he said, I tell you, nothing's really changed. It's a great place to work and operate despite what the speculation. So I'm going to offer you the same kind of question. I mean, I'm sure you're getting asked questions about, you know, policy changes in Mexico. Is it just kind of business as usual for Cordero? Uh, I mean, you know, uh, I'll say the same thing. Like for us, it's, it's still business as usual. The, you know, some of the policy or regulatory changes that you're seeing that, that are happening. I mean, it's nothing that uh, is 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 different than what we might be working on in other jurisdictions. And something I learned a long time ago: it doesn't matter what jurisdiction we work in, we always try to work to the highest standards yeah. uh, of of things. I mean, there 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 is changes in in, in regulation. I guess that always creates. Um, when, when you have change or something new coming, it creates uh, you know, people wondering until you see what it means and how it's going to uh, how it's going to be affected. It always creates questions. So far, we're not seeing anything anything negative from it, right? Mm-hmm. Except for except for maybe uh, you know the, the feedback from 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 investors or the questions you get asked. Um, you know, we've applied for we we work very closely with Samarand Sam, Sam and and Chihuahua in terms of uh, preparing our EIA. You know, we, we we submitted it to them actually in April. We, we've been working with them. They, you know, get, they 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 did some uh, you know draft reviews, etc. And when to that when we finally submitted it in August, you know, we'd already had had some some, some reviews. It spent 10 days, as they said, going through legal review, and now we're going going through full, full technical review. And you know, we expect to get our permit sometime within you know let's say within 12 to 24 months. Maybe in the past it'd be it, it could have been six months to 18 months. But you know, we're we're moving ahead. Uh, with, with the intention that uh, we understand that we, we feel very strongly we will get our permits here. So we're moving ahead with, with de-risking the project. You know, we talked uh, a, a, a lot of times to our shareholders about some of the five main, main, main de-risking items we had was, one was uh, surface rights and owning surface rights interest. Uh, that, 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 that we've been working on, made a lot of very good positive progress on that. Mm-hmm. Big one is water, and water is really critical path for us. We've uh, not only have we identified source of water and groundwater locally, but we've actually actually uh, identified and sourced that from the from the local local community that we can we can access water from the sewage treatment plants or, or get the gray water and the and 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 the and, the, and, the, and the, the, the dirty water coming off there. Use that for our processing plant. We have more than enough water, so we can actually be so you know provide the, the, the social support in the region with that. The other thing was power. We've identified there's power uh, now part of our de-risking we, we did not only a PFS this year but now before the PFS is even finished in one calendar year we're going to come up with our with our with, with our feasibility study by the end of the year so you you know the, so the market and shareholders and we can understand fully what, yeah. what the capital costs are for this project we've applied for the permits and so then the 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 only thing that's going to really lead us into 2024 is getting the financing to build the project we've started to put together the team that we we need for 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 both for EPCM and execution we're going to try to do a lot of it hands-on ourselves with and and just bring in consultants as support yeah. and we you know try to try to bring bring that that and try to develop and and build a lot of this from lo- locally within within the region and in Mexico 
and so you know, it, it, and and you know, in terms of getting permits and in getting, you know, when you, when you ask about the you know business and and what's happening in the regulatory environment, the support we're getting from the local mayors and the and, and the communities in the region and the people, the support we're getting from the from the state government and and the governor in Chihuahua is all positive, and the supports we're getting even even what, 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 what all the feedback we're getting is is, is there's nothing to give us to tell us that this thing won't be won't be permanent or we won't be able to move ahead with this project mm -hmm. but we recognize that we have to do it responsibly we can't you know we can't be cowboys we have to you know cross our eyes dot our t's do the work to the same level of standard that we would if we were building this project in canada united yeah, states yeah. australia or any other jurisdiction we, we you know we, we keep it at the highest standard and, and we fully expect that it'll move forward do bear markets scare you at all not really, because again, <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, you got a good smile. It just doesn't seem like you're so resilient. <laughs> well, we, we, well, the 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 issue is if we've been around this for 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 so many years. I mean, bear markets are really opportunity, right? Yeah, okay. this is opportunity. Okay, so uh, th I'm glad you said that because one of my follow-up questions is like, not only are you a mind builder, you are a, a company builder, right? You've done this a few times, um, you know, and there are a number of different. I mean, valuations are just so beat up right now, and you've got to see the way, the scope of the land here and be like, there is opportunities here to not only take Discovery Silver and the Cordero project, but actually maybe add on to it, add different assets into the portfolio, start the kind of thinking longevity outside of just Cordero. As good as Cordero looks like it's going to be, you know, really build a stream, a, a stream of assets here. But how risky is that to do now knowing that you are in those feasibility stage, technical report permitting, and uh, also financing kind of months coming up. Well, I mean, <clears throat> first and foremost, yeah, you know, the, the Cordero as a project, it's, it's, it's going to be one of these standalone, large-scale nickel projects. It's very few of these globally, you know, and are going to average well over 30 million ounces of silver equivalent. They're averaging in direct silver set over 17 million ounces of silver an annual base for you know, you know almost 20 years. Yeah. And then, and that's only a a accessing half the resource. There's still more than half the resource still in the ground. And if silver goes up, uh, metal prices go up like, like we think they could be over the next. You know, if I look back 20 years from now, silver was four dollars an ounce, of, and 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 gold was with with 400, 400 or or just coming over four to five hundred dollars an ounce. If you go back 20 years ago, so where's things going to be 20 years from now? Just think if metal prices are higher 20 years from now, uh, you know, it's going to create a lot of opportunity for this project and and a lot lot of lot of lot of value. And so you know, I, you know, we're, we're in a bear market, but you know, you you look at you got you got a way to build 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 this project. It's a standard alone project by itself it's going to it's as big as any one of, of a lot of these other companies and just think if you can if you can put a couple of these together you can create that the go-to name in in the silver space mm -hmm. and and i think that's what what the opportunity is we got to execute this properly and 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 you know it it, it shouldn't matter when, where you are in, in 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 timing in the market it's it's when things make sense uh, then, then, then there's an opportunity to do it. You don't, do, you know, we don't do it just for the sake of getting bigger. We don't want to, because creating a bigger company, if it's just a bigger company, it's not a better company. Who cares, right? Mm -hmm. So it's about being able to look and and find value 
that in, in assets that they can that can be unlocked either through through expiration, which is one of the big areas where you you can see things a diamond drill bit man. The the, the the value we create with diamond drilling is 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 is, is special. And then then you know with, with with sometimes new sets of eyes looking at how how projects can be run and investing capital wisely to, to build these things the projects out into a larger scale. And there's a lot of lot a lot of small mines in, in the silver space with fairly large resources and or potential lot, lot of expiration upside. Maybe you get some expiration, uh, stronger expiration going, tie that with some, some in, in, uh, in, you know, development, grow production, and put a couple of these uh, projects, good good projects together, you can create a really special silver company and yeah. or a base metal company. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of great silver exploration development going on right now in Mexico. Obviously, you guys are doing great work. Uh, the, you, I think you can kind of start seeing the light at the end of the tunnel there. Uh, obviously, uh, Visa Silver is doing a great job. Silvercrest come online and has shown just you know you know uh, despite of some challenges, they seem to be going full force. And so, uh, and obviously the big boys obviously working in, in Mexico producing silver. So it's uh, it, it, it's a really exciting time for for silver plays in Mexico right now. It seems yeah. like well, yeah, and 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 maybe just finishing up on that. And so in terms of what we do. Like we, we, we do what we can control in terms of getting our feasibility study done, demonstrate right. to our shareholders and to the market what the value of this project is, and then and then recognize that, you know, like like we, we, we said as shareholders too, how do we get the most value for the project? And it's not about about sitting there saying, well, we, 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 we need to be in control and we, we need to build a big ego and build ourselves up. It's how do we create bigger and better companies? And, you know, sometimes, you you know, I've always said you leave your ego out the door, you walk in and, you, and, and that's Let's focus on how, how we create value for, 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 for shareholders and how do we create prosperity for, for all stakeholders. And that's what I really like about our industry. At the mining industry, we, we, you know, we do a lot of good stuff. We, we, yeah. we, 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 we make a lot of benefits for local communities and regional areas. And we build a lot of infrastructure for governments that, that support the countries in a long time. And you know, it's it's, it's opportunity to continue to do that with Cordero and 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 uh, and you know a few other s uh, smart moves in over the next right. while. So. All right, Tony, it's really good to see you. I'm glad we can make this happen. Okay, well, All thanks, right. Trevor. All right. Take All care. Right. Bye. That's Tony McCooch, CEO and director over at Discovery Silver. Everybody, they do trade on the TSX with DSV and on the OTCQX with DSVSF. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.